Aaron and Alex, and uh, we just listened to the latest Baby Mother's podcast. Thank you very much for your kind words. Um, it was really nice to remember that there are other people out there in the same position as us, so it was very supportive, so thank you very much. Um, we wanted to give you a little update of where we are now. Erin. So we went to Phnom Penh about three weeks ago now, and for the transfer, and it was nice. We had It was my birthday weekend, so... We went to some nice restaurants. I had a few sips of wine, which was nice, and did some nice did some touristy things that we hadn't done before. So it was really nice. Saw some friends. Um, then we had the transfer on the last on the last day we were there. Unfortunately, the acupuncturist was out of town, so um, we didn't do that. We just shook it up a bit this time. We weren't as yeah. like concerned so much about you being relaxed. Because exactly. last time with acupuncture, so you said you went for a drink, you got a couple of sips of wine. Like, it was all just a bit different than the last time we did it. We thought that would make a bit of a difference. Yeah. And um, so we got to the, the clinic. Again, I didn't drink as much water as I did the first time, so I was able to concentrate a bit better. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we were in – we got ready. I went in – both, again, Alex was able to go in with me. And we went in for the procedure, and – Legs were up, ready to go, and thankfully Alex just, you know, double-checked with the doctor, asking... Passing conversation. Just, just be like, okay, there's two embryos. Oh, just wanted to make sure one was grade one and one was grade two, which again would have given us a 50 to 60% chance of conceiving and 20% chance of twins. Yeah. And he kind of gave us a look, and he's like, um, yeah, one minute. I'm, I'm just going to step in the other room for a minute. And we're like, okay... So he goes back into the the room with embryos and took a, took a few minutes, comes back out and is like, so, so we have some good news. And he has the cutest German accent and he's a very sweet guy. And yeah. he's just like, we just realized that you have two grade one embryos because the grade two, after it was the thawing, turned into a grade one. And I was like, well, what a surprise, Erin, that you have overachieving embryos. You have to go into a grade A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, for I'm like, is that even possible? And it was about, we only, we had quite a short window, actually, like, of this conversation. So, he's like, it does increase your chances to about an 80, 75 to 80% chance of conception. And about, uh, and he's like, so, it's really exciting. And I'm like, woohoo, but what's the chance of twins? <laughs> And he just kind of pauses. He's like, um... You can see he's kind of smiling. He's got the mask on. Yeah, so you could just see there's, like, a, he had a twinkle in his eye, and he was, like, 40%. And I'm like, oh, my God! No, 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 no. So I, like, jump across the room, hold Aaron down. I'm like, go, 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 go! Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And I just, like, for some reason, like, had this uncontrollable laughter. And I was like, I can't, no. Like, this isn't, no, it's too high of a probability. 
And Alex is like trying to calm me down, like, you know, it's gonna be okay, we can do anything. And I'm like, oh my god, oh, I can't imagine twins, oh, I can't believe this. And well, she was trying to keep the level in the room a bit more calm because, of course, like, I'm freaking out of like shit twins bloody hell but i didn't want to have the conversation with the doctor about what it would mean if we didn't use this embryo so like say we just wanted to use one instead i know it takes five hours to dethaw so do we have the option of like getting another b and then dethawing that and having the procedure five hours later or do we just go one embryo what does that mean to the second embryo these questions i wanted to ask but with Aaron like literally feet up and the stirrups ready to go. I just was like, you know what? Let's just move forward to this, and we're gonna have to just—we just cannot have this conversation right now. And he was can't be done. Yeah, and he was flying out that night, and it was already four o'clock. Oh, that's true. So yeah, he yeah. wouldn't have been able to. It yeah, would. It true. was either we had a choice of one embryo or two. Yeah. And he was good, like talking us through it. He's like, you know, if you lived in Phnom Penh, I would absolutely recommend one embryo. But because it is such a hassle, because it's so incredibly difficult to coordinate our schedules he's like I would recommend the two and I didn't want the one I I really didn't want just the 40% again so yeah we decided going on two and yeah so we had the procedure they were both placed really well Um, we went home and I was just like giddy laughing being like I can't believe we might have twins you know so it was fun we made a lot of jokes we took we were there for that day, and then we returned back to Dhaka the next day, and it was it was a tough 10-day wait, but it was much better than the first one. Yeah. Um, I really tried hard not to think about it, and that's what the doctor said to me as well. Like, again, when we were trying to decide, he's like, you know, I honestly, honestly believe the reason you're not pregnant right now is because of your head. He's like, you have to just let the decision go. You have to, like, think, okay, I'm pregnant, and just keep your head there. Which is obviously really hard to do, but that's what I really, really did try do, doing that this time. I was. Hey, you're fantastic. You're really good. Yeah, I, I was much more calmer and really, actually, quite calm with it all. I like thought about it, but I didn't think a lot about it. Um, I wasn't nervous or scared about well, what if it comes out? You know, I think having the two in there helps my head be like, oh, there's two chances. So I was, I, I was, yeah, I was a lot more level-headed. I think about everything this time. Um, and plus 80% chance that's, or 75 to 80% chance. That's really high. It was a higher percentage of me having twins than it was for me not to conceive. Mm -hmm. So that really helped my head. That was reassuring for you. Yeah. Um, and Alex was great. You know, um, we read that one way to increase the, uh, blood flow to your uterus so that the embryos do stick is by drinking beet juice, um, and taking beetroot in Australian it's beetroot. Yes. Drinking that juice. It's important for us. Yes, it is a big point of argument between us. We love Mm -hmm. it. Um, But it's disgusting. Like, the juice itself (gasps) is, I don't prefer beets. But. You wash your mouth then. You think you you can come back to my country with that kind of dirty mouth? (laughs) But Alex made quite a nice juice. Like, so we had a juicer and we're putting, uh, we also heard pineapple. If you eat pineapple after the transfer. Exactly. We're at that level where we start reading the crazies on. But I eat pineapple every day anyway. So it wasn't actually, I think that was. More of a joke. But I really did. Um, I know that I have, like, I think I have poor circulation. Like, my stomach's always a bit cold. So I was doing everything I can just to keep my stomach warm. Like, in my, you know, my uterus warm, like, to the touch. Because I was really cold to the touch. Um, anyway, so we tried it. it was, it's healthy anyway. It's, like, a really good antioxidant, et cetera, et cetera. So why not? So we did that, and we walked together. Um, there's a park closest to the house that we were allowed to walk in. 
Um, so Only you, one direction. You can't walk the other direction. <laughs> yeah. You must walk anti-clockwise. Yeah. You get told off by security if you try and go the other way. Yeah. It's very strange. But there's kittens in the park. Yep. So you're happy. and Yep. So we were able to walk. And I did that like once a day. Um, work was, wasn't too bad. Work was nice and pretty calm. So it's, it was, yeah, it was a great 10 days. It actually went by quite fast. Our friend let us borrow his PlayStation. So we were able to play some video games and it's yeah. good to pass the time. Yeah, good to pass the time. Um, so we took the test. We, again, did the same thing. We did a urine test in the morning, um, which was negative. And then we went directly to the hospital to get our blood tested. And we did the expedited, so we had the results in two hours, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my HCG levels were 6.5. So while Alex was really worried in the morning um, because it was a negative urine test, but and I kept saying it's, it's okay because we're, we're testing so early that – you know, sometimes the the, the pregnancy test just the, hasn't picked it up yet. Yeah, I just can't pick it up. So, yep, we found out we were 6.5. We're so excited. I was kind of a little bit more reserved because I was just because we had to retest um, in 48 to 72 hours after. Because it had to double at least. Yep, our HDD levels have to double within 48 to 72 hours. And that would be confirmation. Yes. So I got a bit ahead of myself. Yeah, you were really, really excited. I was kind of a bit more reserved, just being like, I just want to, like, until I have that ultimate result, I was just kind of protecting myself just a bit. But, of course, I was happy. I was like, we kept just saying, it's not zero, it's not zero, and excited. So, yeah, we went back 48 hours later, retested, and the number had gone down to 5.5, which means you're not pregnant, like, if the numbers decrease at that point. So I knew that. So I was instantly just completely devastated, absolutely devastated, like completely pissed off, like incredibly angry, sad. Um, we were waiting for like ultimate confirmation from the doctor, but like I knew because that's just, you know, I, I don't, from the internet and I'll, I'll, everything you'd read. Everything I was read. just a bit more hopeful. I was yeah. just sort of holding on to it. And our doctor, I think, was um, back in his home country, so he was about six hours behind us, so it was a bit of a tough wait yeah. for him to wake up to try and confirm it for us um but he'd confirmed that you in fact had a chemical uh, miscarriage chemical pregnancy sorry sorry yeah yeah which i think angie might have had one as well i think that was like in between sobs i'm like i think this happened like i remember this i remember hearing about it. i think that's when i first learned about it that was okay. was on the podcast so um i knew it was a thing um so yeah i'm pretty angry i'm like incredibly upset about science 80 percent chance yeah and as it and the silver lining is like at least it implanted for a few days so i know that it's possible um but i'm still really freaking pissed like yeah shitty i mean i've learned that 50 percent of women who are pregnant for the first time also have a miscarriage but it doesn't make you feel any better it's just like chemical pregnancy yeah i'm sorry yeah um it just doesn't make you feel any better but yeah, we're just completely angry, and you've really had a really hard time with it. I feel a lot of anger coming out of you the last two weeks. The last week, sorry, it's been a week yeah. today. Um, yeah, it just seems so unfair. We've just had, I feel like, a really rough couple of months. Uh, my contract ended, so I've been bored stiff at home, waiting for another contract to come along. Um, a couple of other things have happened. It just feels like we've really had a rough go and just so unjust and so unfair that we had an 80% chance and it still didn't work out for us. So it's just, yeah, it's been really sad and frustrating, yeah. as I'm sure many other people go through. Yeah. Um, and I don't, even, I don't even know, like, I know there's nothing you can do. I mean, 
I don't know what to do to make myself feel better about it. There's, I'm just, it's only been a week, but I'm still just really angry. Um, we did thankfully bring back a nice bottle of wine from Pen on Pen just in case, as well as quite a few liters of gin. So yeah. we've been smuggling alcohol into the country, so we're fine, mm-hmm. thankfully, for on the alcohol front. Yeah. And I just feel like I want to fix you all the time, which, you know, like, I don't want you to be sad. So when you're sad, I try and, like, be a clown mm-hmm. in the house to make you laugh or, uh, you know, feed you good foods and things like that. But because I don't want you to be sad, but I know you have to go through those emotions, you know, it's just sort of I'm not giving you that space all the time to be sad and be negative and be angry because I just want you to be happy all the time. So we're trying to really work through that together to try and get our heads and hearts back in the right place again to go for round three but I think it's still a bit early uh, right. for us to even get like that as we said it's only a week so it's still a bit early for us to feel like that so uh, the doctor's back in five weeks so or four weeks now yeah four hopefully. weeks now he'll be back in Phnom Penh so that's when we can have another a shot at it okay. um, so we're just waiting on our plan from our doctor um, before we can start booking flights and things like that again we're thinking we might try again with two embryos yeah um, what we originally wanted last time was a grade A and a grade B. Uh, maybe it'll turn into, hmm. what a surprise, again, yeah, you'll yeah. have another overachieving embryo. But let's that's what we're going to go with. We don't want to do any more than that at this stage. Yeah, And I agree. I don't even know how 40% is like a realistic number for this. And even with like the two embryos, with the grades that we're using, it's still only a 50 to 60% chance if, if it's the grade one, grade two. Which is still really low for yeah. what we're going through. Like for all, like like I said before, like all the hard stuff's done. All it needs to do is implant. Is that really that low? And it's hard. Like I think Angie was saying that, like why aren't there better statistics on this? And I know, and I think it's, I don't know. I know like everyone's different, like every woman's body is different, but still it'd be nice to know. Yeah. Why this is happening. I don't know. But so we've got a day of drinking today. Yeah, we do. Uh, one of my training buddies, one of our good friends, is Canadian, and she is leaving Dhaka, so we're having a um, good way party for her during a beer Olympics. So I thought you guys would appreciate some of the games that we're having today. We have Hooser's Flip Club, uh, Beaver's Beer Pong, and Trina Trivia, just lots of random facts about her, and Mackenzie River Canoe Race. So we were able to go to one of the uh, embassy bars again, get a bunch of beer, and we're going to drink our sorrows away today in the healthy way that you should. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) No, I just have a bit of a um, let loose a little bit and have a bit of a fun day. But as I said, she's one of my closest training buddies, so I don't know what I'm going to do without her when uh, she leaves. Uh, I might have to drag one of the locals upstairs with me and start flipping some ties around. (laughs) They've already been cheering me on from the neighboring buildings, but... God forbid I get Aaron up there. No way. Is that happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll just address some of your questions. Yeah. For the um, for the dry country bit, yeah, it is dry, but thankfully there are, like Alex was saying, a few embassy bars that we can get some alcohol. Um, but when we first were moving, I was in Bangladesh for about six months before... Alex joined me from Cambodia, so we were going back and forth a lot. And alcohol in Cambodia is incredibly, for some reason, incredibly cheap. So you can get a bottle. It's a fun country. They just want you to have fun. I know. It's Cigarettes are cheap. I know. I love is cheap. <laughs> the best country ever. Uh, so you can get, like, a bottle of Absolute or Tangeray for, like, $10. So that's 
So we were bringing uh, a lot of alcohol over in plastic bottles. So like the water bottles, because I learned pretty quick. Because I did, I brought over quite a bit in the first round. But you know, the glass is really heavy, so I couldn't <laughs> get that much in, and I was worried about it breaking. Because God forbid you lose booze. So I started putting it in like the two and a half liter water bottles and smuggling it over. So we've had quite a lot. Yep. I think I got like two and a, like twenty two liters over. Yeah. Within two or three trips. So yeah, we good. are well stocked. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah, for the next five weeks. I think we'll just try to make our way through it. There was um, two disasters here in Bangladesh about within the last month. A huge cyclone came through, and then there's a major landslide. So I'm really busy with work. We're writing a bunch of proposals and developing the emergency responses, doing a lot of shelter rebuilding. So I'll be busy. Yeah. And uh, you have your new job. Yeah. So, so I do that. But uh, one of our best friends has just moved to Bangkok. So we're hoping that yeah. we'll flip it up again this time, where we'll go to Phnom Penh just for a day or so. And spend most of our time in Bangkok. It's only a like a forty minute flight between the two countries, so maybe maybe that'll make the difference for us this time. We can hang out with Jess and do fun things in Bangkok instead of hanging out in Phnom Penh. Yeah. But anyway, um, good luck to you ladies. I know you guys are starting your process. It's exciting. Very exciting. And uh, we'll we'll uh, give you an update again soon. Yeah. Uh, see you later, guys. Bye bye. Bye. We just heard, we were just downloaded and listened to Alex and Aaron's update and then decided we're just going to record something really quick, put it out as like a single episode because I've been working on the other episode and there's just a lot of stuff going on. So we wanted to get this out quickly and say, we're so sorry. Yeah, we were listening to it and we're just like, yay, oh no, shit, fuck, damn, balls. Yeah, that's really shitty. I, You guys must be devastated and I think... I think there's nothing to be done. You just have to feel it and drink through it. Yeah, and keep keep on keeping on. Yeah, it's a fucking grind. I don't know. There's nothing. This is the part that's so hard because there's nothing to say. It's just shitty. It just breaks your heart a million times. I will have to say, though. You... Sterling, don't be rude. <laughs> uh, I will say your doctor telling you that the reason you're not pregnant is because you're in your head is really shitty. Yeah. I thought that that was really shitty of him. It's like victim blaming in a way. Yeah. You're not pregnant because you're not pregnant. There can be a million reasons why, you know, it's so not. So many things have to line up per- perfectly for you to get pregnant, especially when you're not able to just like have sex all the time, you know? Yeah, it's super shitty for him to, because then what... What that did for me when people would be like, oh, stress can keep you from getting pregnant, don't stress, is then you're stressing about stressing and then you're going to feel guilty that you're not pregnant because... It's not your fault. No. That's the bottom line. It's not your fault that you're not pregnant. It's just, it just didn't happen yet. Yeah, it didn't happen so yet. So when people and say that, shit like that, just tell them to fuck off because that's not helpful. And that doesn't mean that you won't be pregnant. Oh, and obviously because you weren't worried about it this time and you did last time and it didn't work either time. So like... That's a stupid thing to say. It's just stupid. People say stupid shit. But you probably should not tell your doctor to fuck off. <laughs> no, okay, fine. But just, just n- know that smile it's and nod and don't listen to him. Yeah. Anyway, hope you guys are well. Drinking tons of gin. Um, for everyone else, we are... I'm working on the other episode right now, so that will come out soon after this one. Life is still going on for us. Sterling, do you have anything to say? Yeah? What else? Oh, don't talk about dadas, though. There's no data here. Let's just not do the podcast at all.
Thanks for listening to the Baby Mamas Podcast. Make sure to like them on Facebook and give them a great review on iTunes. Have a good day.